Welcome to the podcast, Penny for your podcast. I'm your host, Money Penny. In the archive today, 28 years ago, Sex and Violence is the fifth and final album released by hip-hop group Biggie Down Production. The next year, in 93, the group lead member KRS-One will begin recording under his own name. The track Build and Destroy deals with KRS-One ideological difference as a self-proclaimed humanist with X-Clan and his brand of Afrocentrism. Curiously and on numerous occasions, the X-Clan had denounced any association with the concept and said framing its pro-black stance. This, according to KS1 younger brother and Boogie Down production DJ Kenny Parker, as an insinuation that KS was a sellout. Both parties have since reconciled the difference and on X-Clan return from Mecca album. KS1 has stated that the album has sold out about 250,000 copies, half of what the precious BDP album sold. KRS-1 has stated that he believes this was due to an incident that year in which BDP stormed the stage during a concert performance by alternative hip-hop duo PM Down, which was relation for the latest published comment that questioned KRS-1 being a self-proclaimed teacher. The track Say Gal was written about the rape trial of a professional boxer, Mike Tyson. Also, on this date, 28 years ago, F You Don't Take It Personal is the debut studio album from American hip-hop group F You Snickens, released February 25, 92 on Jive Record. Recording session for the album took place at Battery Studio in New York. The album peaked at number 6-4 on the Billboard 200 chart. By late 1992, it was certified gold by the RIAA for shipping 500,000 copies in the United States. For those who are too young to know, the group F.U. Snickens were an American hip-hop trio from the 1988 to 1995, based in Brooklyn, New York. The group popularity was brief but significant in the hip-hop history. The best-known track in 93 was What's Up, Duck, Can We Rock, which featured basketball star Shaquille O'Neal, the Superman, the Diesel, you know. Next, on the archive, 17 years ago, Philadelphia Freeway is the debut studio album from Philadelphia rapper Freeway. It was released under Rockefeller Record and just 
jam recording. The most successful single was Flipside, which featured Pity Crack. The single debuted at number 95 on the Billboard 800 music chart. It can also be found in the soundtrack to Bad Boys 2, What You Gonna Do, If I Come For You. The lead single that was released was What We Do, which featured Benny Siegel and Jay-Z. The single debuted at number 97 on the Billboard 100 music chart. Most of the songs were produced by Just Blaze, with some were produced by Pink and Kanye West. The album received positive review and, and meta-critic that the album gathered a score at 74 out of 100 based on seven reviews. The album sold over 500,000 copies in the United States only. Freeway is best known as a member of the rap group State Property. In his 2000 runs at Rockefeller Record alongside Jay-Z. In 2009, Freeway was briefly signed to Cash Money Record, but returned to work again with Jay-Z at the Muggle Entertainment Organization and record label Rock Nation with his 2018 album Think Free. Last album on our archive today, 17 years ago, The Listening. The Listening is the debut album of Night Carolina trio Little Brother. It was released in early 2003 on ABB Record. As the main producer for the group, Night Wonder Instrumental consists of chop and manipulate samples of old soul record. Reminiscent of Pete Rock and DJ Premier, complementing the backdrop of MC Fonte and rapper Big Pooh with the tag team wordplay and raps on speed, they rap about the pressure and working on a regular job while trying to survive in the rat race. While on Make Me Hot, they make fun of people who hassle them for beats and studio time. They also do some Uncanny impression of old school era MC on So Fabulous. The underlying theme of the listening concerned the group effort to engage the listener on a deeper level and the frustration of casual listeners who pay little attention to lyrics and content and simply want to hear a hot song. The interlude as performed by member of fictional radio station called WGLR as Just Toos League Radio. On the last song, The Listening, the group addressed the album main theme directly. They abruptly stopped the song, exchanged dialogue, then restart again. All music generally praised the album, concluding that it's a finely craft musical document composed by artists who want nothing more than to provide even just a glimpse of hip-hop purity with an even-expanding maze of cultural deterioration. 
Hip-Hop DX praised the album consistent quality in that the music worked best in the album format and the message was lessened and when the listeners skipped track. Little Brother is an American hip-hop duo from Burnham, North Carolina that consists a rapper Fonte and Big Pooh, DJ producer Night Wonder was an original member of the group but departed in 2007. The group has produced five acclaimed studio albums and six mixtapes. The individual member of the group rapper Fante and rapper Big Pooh and DJ producer Nine Wonder met in 98 while enrolled as college student at North Carolina Central University in Durnan. The group began as a trial Later brother was member of the North Carolina-based alternative hip-hop collective Justice League. So this is it y'all for today in the archive of hip-hop. Hope you all enjoy. See you next time. I'm your host, Money Penny for the podcast. Penny for your podcast. Yes, sir. See you next time. Hip Hop News Today NYPD put a boot on Little Uzi Vert's Bugatti Little Uzi Vert got one of the most dreaded parking violations in New York City on Tuesday The NYPD department slapped a boot on this cowboy Bebop inspired Bugatti as an onlooker filmed the whole thing The man behind the camera repeatedly told the NYPD officer They will end up on four star hip hop. Rose the Five Nine reveals Dr. Tree gave him and Eminem the same advice he gave Kendrick Lamar. There's a part on Kendrick Lamar to pimp a butterfly track, Wesley Terry, that find Dr. Dre doling out some valuable advice to the Temperguring. MC Yo, what's up? It's Dr. Dre. Remember the first time you came out to the house? He said, you said you want a spot like mine? But remember, anybody can get it. The hard part is keeping it, motherfucker. A recent interview with Hip Hop DX was the finite confirmed it's the same advice Dre once gave him and Eminem. While kicking back at DX headquarters in Hollywood, the Slaughterhouse MC recalled what it was like recording at Dre House during the chronic 2001 era and getting a tour at Dre Lavish home. The whole time I remember I'm going now, remember money is easy to make but it's hard to keep. 
Let me show you this room. But don't forget, money is easy to make, but it's hard to keep. Roy said, "Then he was sitting down, and M is like finally comfortable." He went on to explain him when he put his feet on the table and quickly took them off, realizing Drake couldn't consider it rude. Mid conversation, Drake told him, "By the way, it's okay. You can put your feet on my table." The 2001 album, which arrived in '99, served as the follow-up of Dr. Drake's 1992 debut, *The Chronic*. He would meet Eminem five years later and ultimately recruit him for the project. Dre sophomore effort also both feature from Snoop Dogg, the late Nate Dogg, Exhibit, Cocaine, and Divine the Dude, among others. It debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 with roughly 560,000 copies sold in the first week. Elsewhere in the interview, Ross talked about his new album. The allegory and more. Eminem launched hashtag Godzilla Challenge on social media today. Eminem wants to see if anyone can replicate his rapid-fire delivery from the song Godzilla Slim Shady, as launched hashtag. Godzilla challenge on the Thriller app, daring anyone to match his breathless flow while spitting bars from the third verse of a single. Fill him with the venom and eliminate him. A thrill video hashtag Godzilla challenge is on. He wrote via Instagram, "Who can spit it?" Reposting plus got prize for my favorite. Link in the bio. Also, Cool Herc Plat Hip Hop Museum in Jamaica. The Jamaica Music Conference took place in Kingston at the Courtlade Auditorium earlier this month. As part of the event, Cool Herc and his sister Cindy Campbell joined SVP as artist labels relations at Tidal. Jason Kapna, Reggae Caribbean World Curator and music programmer for Pandora Music Diego era. On YouTube, director of urban music Tuma Baza, in a discussion about Jamaica's direct connection to hip hop, Herg revealed he was working on a hip hop museum from the island. When I, Cool Herg said, when I was looking around Kingston throughout the weekend, I saw that Peter Tosh and Bob Marley had museum. Herg told Billboard, "Well, guess what?" I create something, so therefore, I have a contribution myself, and it will add to the Jamaican economy with tourism. During the interview, Eric said it was time for Jamaica to take Ipa back, while condemning to the continuing trend of mainstream music stealing from Jamaican culture. He said. I started with Eric Clapton when he covered Bob Marley. I shot the Sheriff in 1974. Eric said, "We should use it to our profit instead, and just making noise about it. 
It's nice when somebody else use our music. Just give your connection and give back money where it come from. It's always about taking something from us. But at the same time, they know we are powerful and to be respected when they are picking enough of you. Said something about the music. His sister Campbell agreed because we are the one who bought the style and the technique to America, which later become hip hop. As the Jamaica Music Conference website explained, is the prominent music conference that connects music artists, creative, and entrepreneurs globally with the who who in the Jamaica music industry. Herg is widely credited as a hip-hop founding father. Last May, he released his first vinyl record ever with DJ producer Mr. Green called Last of the Classic Beats. DJ Envy and Angela Yee and Dougie Fresh and more celebrate Black History Month at Pepsi's Historically Better Gala. Pepsi celebrate Black History Month by presenting its inaugural Historically Better Gala at the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. on Monday. The event was hosted by former 106 and Park host Terrence G. Power, star Naturi Naden, and The Breakfast Club, Angela Yee and DJ Envy. The gala honored the achievement of hip-hop pioneer Dougie Fresh, the YNBA's Washington Mystics, Dr. Angela Reddick, and First Surgeon Joshua Tolles, among others. The late Alan McKellar Jr. was also commemorated for being one of the first black professionals to break the color barrier at PepsiCo. Pepsi Historically Better Gala featured a performance by the Bowie State University Choir during diner and a set by power actor-singer What Am I, who performed such a song as I Can't Blame You and the while assisted in my bed. The game says the internet tricks people into listening to whack-ass music. The game has been popping out albums since 2005's. The documentary, Needless to Say, his experience in the music industry runs deep. On Tuesday, the veteran rapper up on Twitter to let his one million followers know the internet is to blame for pushing subpar music on the masses. He said, the internet forced you to listen to whack-ass music. So much of it, you brainwash it to thinking the shit is actually sound like some. Reaction to the game post varied, how to most of his commenters seem to support his sentiment. An Australian fan word mate was as happening to US rap though, old school all the way, while another woman wrote, couldn't agree more, and not to mention all these mumble rappers. Is he right?
Pop Smoke posthumously earns first solo entry on Billboard at 100. Pop Smoke Diao has debuted at number 49 on the Billboard Hot 100, becoming his first solo track to earn a spot on the chart. The late rapper previously earned a Hot 100 entry with GATTE, a collaboration with Travis Scott last year, Jack Boy compilation. The Brooklyn bred artist was shot and killed during his own invasion in LA on February 19, according to Nestlin Music data. Stream of a slain rapper music experience at 392% increase following his death. Pop Smoke racked up 24.7 million on demand stream in the US on the way of his passing Zial alone pull in 5.2 million stream. Zial set a new career peak on the Hot 100 for Pop Smoke, who has reached number 69 with GATTE. The single originally appeared on his debut mixtape Meet the Who, which was released in 2019. The song was also featured as a bonus cut on his follow-up Meet the Who 2, which dropped just a few weeks before he was killed. Pop Smoke was 20 years old. No suspect have been arrested as police continue to investigate his murder. Baby reportedly settled extortion lawsuit with model. The baby was reportedly put on his legal battle to bed, according to the blast. The Interscope record artist has settled a lawsuit against a model he accused of extorting him. The Faden Majori Goracho as one of the models hired to be in the background of the baby vibes video which was filmed last September after the visual were released in October Coraccio sent a cease and desist letter to Antiscope claiming her likeness in the video was stolen and accusing the baby of making it look like she endorsed pornography she also sued damages which she estimated to be in excess of $75,000. BB fired back by suing Coacho, asserting she and 40 other models were informed of the video concept prior to the shoot and signed a release to be in it. According to him, she was paid $100 for being featured in the visual for less than two seconds. He sought an unspecified amount of damages in his suit. As part of the settlement, Coracho has agreed the baby owns the right to use her image in the Vibes video. The essence of the settlement is that the planet have full and complete rights with respect to plaintiff image and likeness in connection with the video entitled Vibes. The court 
documentary, one of the conditions to the settlement is the entry of an order confirming the settlement, acknowledging the plaintiff process all of the defendant rights with respect to the video. No monetary detail of the agreement have been revealed, but the blast report the judge hasn't signed off on the settlement yet. Future school barbecue, the diplomat, no limit, E40, Big Sean, and more. Remix NBA Apparel with Bleacher Report and Mitchell and Ness. Following the NBA's hip hop friendly All Star Weekend, the head at Bleacher Report and Mitchell and Ness have teamed up in a head full of prominent rappers to pay tribute to their hometown teams with a rather unique music meet basketball mashup. On Tuesday, the NBA Remix Collection are introduced with future custom jersey, t-shirt, hoodie, shorts, hats, and long sleeve tees that reimagine NBA team logo and uniform to a hip-hop lens. The rappers rapping for the NBA Remix collection include feature as Atlanta Hawks, Schoolboy Q as Los Angeles Lakers, Big Sean as Detroit Pistons, DJ Khaled, the Miami Heat, The Diplomat, the New York Knicks, No Limits, as the New Orleans Pelicans, and E40, the Golden State Warriors, and finally Wally with the Washington Wizard. Bleacher Report lives at the intersection of sport and culture. Ed Romaine Bleacher Report CMO said via press release the NBA Remix collection is probably the best physical representation of this mission. It fused hip hop music and basketball at the local level with innovative design that will drive conversation amongst a community of fans who are the new vanguard of style. Guy Hilton, the global marketing and collaboration dick. Director of Mitchell and Ness, Eco Remain, Sentiment Stating. Continuing the match together, entertain music and sport, our brand and bringing iconic lifestyle apparel and headwear capsule collection to market by utilizing our long lasting NBA relationship and exclusive Hardwood Classic rights. We are allowing top musical artists to create unique design around historic NBA team marks, which naturally complement the culture of sport and entertainment. The NBA Remix Collection launch is currently available on BleacherReportShop.com and MitchellNest.com, with price ranging from $40 to $175 bucks. Tori Lanes say he is officially off Interscope Records. Tori Lanes has announced he's moving on from Interscope Records 
The Canadian rapper tweets the news on Monday afternoon while plugging his next project, New Toronto Tree. He said, it's official, New Toronto Tree comes out March. He wrote in all caps. And as soon as you heard it, I have officially finished my deal with Interscope. It's been real. Tory went on to insist he fulfilled his obligation with the imprint. Go ahead. That 47-year-old artist signed to the label in 2015 in conjunction with Penny Prianko Mad Love Records. His inaugural album I Told You arrived in 2016 and debuted at number 4 on the Billboard 200, selling roughly 52,000 albums, equivalent until units in his first week. He dropped three more full-length albums under the Interscope umbrella. 2018 Memories Don't Die, 2018 Love Me Now, and 2019 Chickstape 5. He also released multiple mixtapes since signing with the label along with the 2008-19 EP called International Forgo. The new Toronto 2 mixtape arrived in 2017 via Mad Love. Specific release date for the next installment has yet to be announced. Young M.A. push for real R&B comeback. Young M.A. think the current state of music is stayed and is missing something to spice things up a bit. On Monday, the ooh rapper took a Twitter to force her opinion on what could be done to bring balance to the music industry. Music don't feel the same because we barely have R&B, she tweeted. R&B brought balance to the music. Now everything is leaning on the way. So much hate, so it gets played out quick. We need R&B for the balance. No cap. She also used her Instagram to further explain her opinion on R&B bringing a balance adding she hardly listen to rap these days. The crazy thing is all I listen to is R&B. So this is it for today's episode. See you next time. This is Bunny Penny for Penny f- for your podcast. Yes sir, see you next time. Peace.